Radio Sport International Cricket with Resine. Quality paint and colours. Perfect for your projects. New Zealand has won the first one-day international against the West Indies, scoring 249 for five to really win quite comfortably a game they should have won a lot easier than they did. They dismissed the West Indies for 248, or had them nine down at the end of the 50 overs, 248 for nine. New Zealand getting 249 for five. Providing comments today, Jeremy Coney and Joey Ovich uh, about the game. And, you know, when you think about one-day internationals, it wasn't a typical uh, hard-hitting, close contest, was it? It was pretty tedious. No, it never really got off to a, a quick start either with the uh, openers from the West Indies. It was really slow going, and I think that set the benchmark, which made it really tough to, to get it underway. And it sort of just dawdled throughout the whole day, and we sort of had a good understanding at half-time, you know, at the break, that it probably wasn't enough runs. Jerry, did they, New Zealand have to win it quicker than they did? I thought that they could have dispatched the West Indies uh, a little more quickly. I didn't think they were quite urgent enough. Uh, They just allowed themselves to drift. New Zealand won the toss, put the West Indies into bat, and the bowlers did the work. Beaten and it's caught behind. He's got the edge and it's gone through to Latham and first ball back for Doug Bracewell. He has the wicket of Chris Gale. Oh, and he's been a call behind chance and given. He was all over the place with that short lifting delivery. He's been given out. The right arm over on the drive on this occasion. Couldn't resist it. Long off is coming in. Ferguson takes the catch. And Heckmeyer is out. Ferguson right arm over again to... Oh, bowled him. Gorgeous delivery from Lockie Ferguson. He thumps the air. Muhammad has been cleaned out. Bracewell bowling to Holder. He gets an edge. Oh, Caught. Brilliantly Taylor. by Taylor. Astell again. This time to Lewis. Taken on the pad. Looking for the sweep. And he's given out. Given out. LBW is Lewis. Bowls again to Nurse. LBW and he's go. gone. LBW. And uh, the umpire had no hesitation. Ferguson again to Beaton. This yep. one yep. outside the line of off stump. The edge and taken by Latham. Bowls again to Powell. And this one has him hitting in the offside again. That's caught. Williamson arrived from nowhere. And it took a very good catch. So that was the end of things for the West Indies. 248 for nine. Ferguson two for 49. Bracewell four for 55. Astle three for 33. And the players that you least expected to do the work, Jay Ovich, did the work with the ball for New Zealand. Certainly great bowling performance by the New Zealand players. You know, we saw Todd Astle. He took his opportunity and bowled particularly well. So we saw some turn there as well. We saw Lockie Ferguson with some good pace and obviously Doug Bracewell in it. And it started off well with him picking up two wickets in his first over. And New Zealand seemed to have the right strategy for the pitch, didn't they? Yeah, they certainly did. They'd obviously done their homework, probably more there, more so than the West Indian side. What did you think of the bowling effort? Uh, it was started, though, by the guys who didn't take wickets, Bolt that, and That Southie. was quite ironic that the first five overs went for just four runs, and the West Indies never really recovered in the first ten overs, just scoring 40 without loss. That's a bit weird, isn't it, to people like Lewis and to, to Gale. So then the West Indies then didn't really pick up from there. So the bowlers have got to take a lot of the credit. I thought Astle, for me, was the pick of the bowlers. Bowled with a strong breeze behind him. Couldn't flight the ball so much, but got his wrong and to turn nicely. Lewis was the key man with the bat. He got through to uh, 76. He really needed to go on for them. Couldn't do so. And they lost momentum through the middle stages, leading to the you know sort of happy hour in the last 10. Yeah, and he was certainly the difference between them posting 280, you know, and pushing that up near that 300 mark and him getting 
striking out, unfortunately, through the dismissal. He's not, he won't be happy about that, but um, certainly showed that he's a good player. Yeah, and Powell uh, left it a little bit late to, to chase the runs for them. Yeah, but uh, invaluable innings to, uh, to put, some, put a good score on the board to, to give them something to bowl to, at least. In the current game, Jeremy Coney, 249 is hardly testing, is it? No, and I'm afraid the game didn't quite match the bucolic surroundings. You like it here, then? I do very much. Nice, gentle, sloping banks right around the whole stadium. I thought that the game deserved a bit more than that. Yes, it hardly got off the ground in the chase. There was that uh, opening partnership, of course, but you know it was very oh, humdrum all the way through to the finish. But the, but the hundred stand at the at the start just set things up in a platform for New Zealand, and they didn't really push on, I don't think, from there. It was all kind of one speed. They didn't change gears. And it was interesting, Joe, that that, that was done by sort of George Worker, who's a spare part at the moment. He hasn't got that place uh, set for himself. And Colin Munro, who's trying to make it as uh, a test match opener. Yeah, I mean, a one-day opener, sorry. Yeah, and big, and big shoes to fill with a couple away. But I think they both uh, showed their skills and did a great job up front and set the partnership going forward. Let's be fair that the opening partnership, if this pitch was a little bit slow, which was the feeling right throughout the day, it's the new ball that gives batsmen the opportunity to play their shots at a time when everybody's up. So it suited openers to actually, it gave them the best chance of any of the batsmen, I think, to play their shot. Well, that's what happened uh, through the start of the game, with the new, or the start of the innings, that New Zealand had the chase. It was the performance of Worker and Munro. Following on the work of the bowlers, Doug Bracewell was man of the match, but Worker and Munro set New Zealand up with the bat. George Worker facing up to Gabriel, hit through the onside and hit beautifully. He's picked a full ball up and dispatched it to wide mid-wicket for four runs. Munro is driving through to cover again. Another boundary, hitting on the up sweetly through the offside for four. Munro drives down the ground and probably a miscaught and bolt chance. He's going to get four for it, but it was hit in the air again with real power. Cut through the offside, out to the point boundary for four by George Worker. Munro again right arm over wider on the crease on this occasion and smacked through the offside field out to the fence for four. Beautifully struck. Holder bowling to Worker short ball. Pulled down towards deep back with square leg. Beaton is down there in the deep. They've taken one and it'll be a half century for George Worker for New Zealand. 50 runs from the New Zealand opener. Holder bowls to Worker. Pulls this one away under the onside. That's four. Woo. He hit that one with some power right from the middle. Munro hits in the air, over the head of the fieldsman, down to the boundary, and long off before. Catch it. Well, I'm not sure that anybody was going to catch that one. That's the 100 posted, the 100 partnership between Worker and Munro, and that was pure power. George Worker, congratulations. Second half century for New Zealand, and first as an opener. Must be good to play that part in a victory. Yeah, thanks, Watts. Um, no, I was yeah pretty pleased. Um, obviously, nice to nice to get a I guess a start. It was a little bit frustrating um, getting out after after you know as I say getting a start. But um, but no, pretty happy. Thanks. You, you started off almost trying to outdo Colin Munro in the style of play. Oh, I don't know about that. I think I was hogging the strike. He was giving me a bit of stick. I, I seemed to get a single off the sixth ball of of every over. He was so. Um, but no, he um, he just did his thing and he was striking it beautifully and he he let me. Just you know, go about go about my work, and um, yeah, we uh, managed to put on a good good opening stand. Yeah, it was the foundation the team needed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, chasing a total of like two fifty. Um, you know, bringing up a hundred run partnership to start, and um, you know, in pretty good time. So um, yeah, got got the team going. Yeah, you you were starting off at six six and a half and over and going along, but you weren't able to sustain that through the innings. Was the pitch a bit more difficult to bat on later on? Do you think? Um, a little bit, and then um, I think you know once Colin and I got out, we just sort of obviously had to had to um, you know I guess 
build it up again and, and yeah, I think um, their, their off spin a bowl pretty well and managed to tie us down a wee bit but um, yeah, I think it was it, we've always felt like we were pretty comfortable. Two hundred and forty-nine is a comfortable chase, I suppose, in, in the current environment. A lot of the work done by the bowlers in the first session. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all the bowlers, you know, play their part, and obviously, you know, wonderful, wonderful figures for Toddy Estill on debut, and and Dougie Bracewell coming back as well. So um, they did a great job on a good wicket. The West Indies bowlers, uh, they've got some sharp bowlers, but they didn't seem to be hitting top pace. Were they? Were they pretty sharp? Um, yeah, a little bit, you know. Um, Oh, quick enough, quick enough, definitely. Um, but, yeah, as I say, we, we managed to, I guess, negate, negate them a little bit. And, and I think once we, you know, got off to a good start, we sort of, um, you know, put the steam out of them a little bit. You, you open for the first time, you've paid better down the order, sort of three and four previously in the in the four games you've had. Is it a goal to uh, stay at the top of the order? Or, you know, is there pressure on you with other players coming along? Or are you just happy to play in any position? Oh, obviously Gups, um, you know, he'll come back at some stage. He's been world-class for, for the Black Caps for a number of years now in the one-day format. So, um, look, I'm just not worrying about that too much. I'm um, just going to concentrate on the next two games and do as well as I can and, I guess, um, give, the, give the selectors a bit of a headache, I guess, yeah. Well, you'd like um, Hagley Oval because that's a good ground to bat on, isn't it? Yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah, I've always I've had good, pretty good memories there in the past, so um, it's a nice wicket, and yeah, looking forward to the next couple there. All right, you've got good memories from here. Congratulations. Go and enjoy the win. Cheers, Wallace. Thank you very much. Yeah.